This Is Life podcast is sponsored by Enterprise Life Nigeria. You can follow them on social media at Enterprise Life Nigeria. Hey guys, welcome to This Is Life. My name is Akat Nani and I am hosting this show, but I'll be having a conversation with my very good friends. I'd like to introduce Rick Hassan. <laughs> Wana. Hi. <laughs> Precious. Hi. And then Mopai Kala. <laughs> Good to have you guys on the show. Pleasure. Thank you for having us. I'm so excited for you guys to be here because, to be honest, I'm a fan of every single one of you. I've been a fan of your music for a very long time. I, I'm amazing. Your voice is just heavenly. Thank you. And you create content that just makes everybody here <laughs> fall okay, apart. Before we leave, someone should sing, right? Ah, yes. Oh, yes. Rick they will be singing. <laughs> and then one, the gift of life. Heaven's oh. voice and rhythm to oh. us. Oh. <laughs> so, I'm going to be throwing out this um, quote by Bob Marley. He says, One good thing about music, when it hits you, you feel no pain. Uncle Bob was a deep guy, though. He was. Deep, deep, deep guy. I mean, more, more than just a, a normal guy, he was, he was a legend. He's, there was something special about him, you know? Yeah. There are a lot of um, artists. It's one thing to have a voice and know how to sing. It's mm-hmm. one thing to just be an exceptional human being. That's who he was. He wasn't mm-hmm. just a singer. Yeah. yeah. There are people like that, you know? But I, I beg to differ with mm-hmm. what he said. Mm-hmm. Because music has made me feel pain. Of course. Because I remember when I was in first year university, when I heard, let me cater to you, Maybe it's easy or I was like, Ugh. I don't have baby. <laughs> so you didn't no. feel like there was nobody to cater to oh, you? Oh, first of all, I had asked somebody out, and she said no. Ooh. So the pain mm. of that mm. song, I felt that pain. Mm. So please, Okubo Mali, I love you. <laughs> but music can, you know, make you feel pain. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I think, I think, yeah, I think music or any any work of art yeah. is supposed to make you feel something. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the job is to make you feel something. Sometimes maybe make you forget in the moment that mm-hmm. you know, in terms of like music that is or work that that like the, with the work you do with comedy, yeah. the moment we are like we are watching fire, we're just like laughing your eyeballs out and you yeah. forget everything in the world, you know. Um, but you listen to somebody else's music um, and you are feeling things, <laughs> you are remembering things. Mm-hmm. So I think that the job of like art in itself is supposed to connect and make you feel something. For me, that's what I consider to be good art. Mm-hmm. Also, I think that um, it depends on the music itself. So for me, I know that um, there are some songs that my father would love to sing. He was not a fantastic singer anyways, but there are some songs that he really liked, Fly Without Wings. So I've had to condition myself to not cry when I sing that song, because all I feel, I mean, it used to be pain. Because he would literally wake us up with that song, oh. so yeah, so every time I open my mouth to say, "Everybody look," there's just one person I'm thinking about, and then it comes. To <laughs> <laughs> and so it used to come with so much hurt, and but I mean, it just it, over time I just agree, but I totally understand, and it's so ironic that something that gives us so much joy can also remind us of the pain that we've been through. So mm. I think music is just beautiful in itself, and it's very it's very spiritual. I'm not yeah. just saying spiritual because. A lot of people use that word. But this, when you sing and you know that you are singing, you will definitely feel it. It might be pain. It might be anger. 
It might be happiness, it might be joy, it might be just a lot of things. And it might be all of this in that particular song. Mm. So you can be happy with the song and you're still sad with the song. Yeah. And you gotta feel your feelings. Yeah. What's wrong with feeling your feelings, please? <laughs> yeah. Let the, the feelings come to the top. The please. irony of it is that you know that this thing is making you feel sad. Why do you keep listening to it? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, like when I'm heartbroken, there's a particular song I listen to and it makes me cry. So why do I keep playing it? You won't cry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think maybe it's assisting you which way you need to reach. You know, yeah. you know sometimes they're like there's a there's a deep cry I've been waiting to come, come out. out. <laughs> they're <not even> waiting. <laughs> and then finally this thing is just like the dam just burst open. It helps it's you like open okay. Up. Yeah. yeah. And you, you needed know, that cry. <laughs> a famous it's, actor was dying and on his deathbed, someone looked at him and said, Oh my god, I'm so I'm so sure this is hard for you. And he said, mm, dying is easy. Comedy is hard. Okay. Wow. What do you have to say about that, Obai? How hard is mm. comedy? Wow. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, a lot of comedians are actually depressed because nobody knows mm. when you're sad or when you're yeah. happy. And people always expect you yes. to yeah. happy and make them laugh. I, I walk into some places before and someone is like, make me laugh. And I'm like, you are mad. <laughs> <laughs> you are mad. Like, I'm a, I'm a tool of laughter. And then I'm like, ho, 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 I was so mean. Because I'm a human being at the end of the day. People yeah. expect so much from you. You're in a room and people are just looking at you like, ah, this one will go crack joke today. And you're probably depressed. And sometimes you tell someone, ah. I don't feel good to be a whole comedian like you. So you don't even know how to express how you feel. You just bottle up the emotions, and then you, you get home, and you're just so sad. So I can relate with that person. Let him yeah. just die in peace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you ever get those, those things where um, even when you, you, are, you, are, you are sad and you tell someone, they actually don't know how to deal with it? It's true. They are, they generally don't. They don't they're just really. because they're they just because you noise. are the one that is used yes. to making them laugh. Yeah. So they're like, I don't understand. Mm. What do you want me to say to yeah, you? Hey. If you're sad, what do you want me hey. to say? Hey. Hey. Yeah. Can't I be sad? <laughs> <laughs> it's but a I body think naturally. We all have that part of our like everybody here. You and I, Rick, you know, Precious, Wopan. You've gotten to a st to stages in your careers where the weight of expectation can be very very heavy. And for you, Rick. Um, so, my question to you is, what has the weight of expectation uh, felt like for you? I mean, are there certain do's and don'ts, uh, maybe the way you live life, uh, how has it affected the way you live your life? Uh, maybe the way you take pictures, or you can't act a certain way, or maybe you can't even go to the mall anymore. Oh, wow. Um, I think for a lot of... Um, like entry level artists, and I mean like upcoming artists that are trying to find their space in the industry, I feel like it's actually okay to let the expectations affect you. You're supposed to let it affect you now. Now you they come find blue a bit. So you go come, see as everything they go, come see how you go contribute your own. But it gets to a level where um that now becomes like you are not free. Because you go grow past that level, eh? mm. you now have to find yourself, trust yourself, and now do anything you like. Yes. Mm. You understand? Mm. But when you first come, you go first, okay, make I know do less, make mm. I, you know, so I go see as everything mm. they go. It's also it also comes with just being respectful for the industry. Because you know, go just enter, begin mm. doing it out, mm. you know. But when you now enter, it gets to a level where you have to now find yourself, trust yourself, 
and then just autopilot, just do as do as do as you mm-hmm. like. Mm. You know, so I right now, freedom. Oh, I'm on autopilot now. I'm <laughs> <laughs> doing as you like. No, but the thing, the thing we say, the thing we say, um, you you really have to, you really have to find yourself yes. first and be grounded. Yeah. Eh? Because that way, anything you do will never be outside yourself mm. because you know yourself already. Mm-hmm. So now I know the thing quit and I do it again. I already know who I am. Mm-hmm. So. Everything that I'm doing is off those core values of who I am. Mm. But you have to know those core values first. You have to know who you are. If not, what you're you, doing. you misfire a lot. So there's a place where perception has to be like real life personality. And when I was mm. like, you know, getting ready the guests for, you know, each episode, I had a conversation with one. And I was like, if there's anybody that can get away with wearing bathroom slippers <laughs> on this, on any episode, it's one. <laughs> Uh, because I said if I Why do did it, you say that? oh no! Because if I as, if I do it, people are going to be like, food no This one where you marry, you come mm. born, yeah. Mm. You, know, you understand? I can't get away with it. But for you, I don't know what it is that you've done with your work, your craft. And to be honest, like poetry, I've never been a fan of poetry, or you know. Word of mouth. What, what do they call <laughs> <laughs> Spoken word. Spoken word. Don't worry, I get that all the time. A lot of people are not Spoken always word. say they're not. actually say word they, of mouth? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, would say, I, I say word of mouth, so it's spoken word. Spoken, spoken word. word. Wow. Yes, spoken word. Poetry, yes. spoken word, whatever. Mm. But I never, because when I was in school, someone would just come, I live in Bagada. I want to be with your lover, and I want to go to Savannah. I'm just like, what's that? But what you came with and exposed us to and gifted us and shared with us, UTT, the work you do just hits the soul. You have been able to get into a place where, from the beginning, from the beginning, you poured your whole self. You were bare. So how was that for you? Um, and why did you do that? So I, I, so I always say this thing, like, there is something I've, my mother used to say and she always said this when we're growing up, um, which was that she said, you cannot shame the shameless. Mm-hmm. And so when I was growing up, I've always, always had this, I've always had this experience of transparency. You know, I've always had this experience where nobody, I'm not hiding from anything. Yeah. You know, and I, I always say my mother gave me that permission. Mm. And I think that's always translated into my own everyday living. I live a very real life in a very real world. So I, I don't know how to be anything other than myself in the way that I, I am, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think bringing it also back to this conversation up around perception, reality, I just, I only know how to just be me, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, sometimes you do, like every human being, don't get it twisted, we all get together, will people like me? With no likability is a thing, you're like, oh, will people like me? Or will people not like me? Mm-hmm. Or, or this or that. But I think on average, I just, I only know how to just, be myself and live the life that I know how to live. Yeah, that she's she's very lucky. Like listening to you, you're very very lucky. Like, mm. I want you to realize. No, I know. I'm very aware. <laughs> I'm very lucky uh, because me, I, like my whole life, I've had to live under perception. Mm. Let, let, me, wow. let me let me explain Ooh. my upbringing now. So I was born into I was born in a university campus. Mm? At the time, my my father was the vice chancellor of the university. Oh. My mother was a lecturer. My eldest sister was an assistant lecturer in the university. Mm. So everybody knew who the family was, you know, and had this expectation. So 
my whole life. Like, imagine being born, in, born into and that I'm kind of environment. That kind of environment. Mm -hmm. it's, already, it's one kind of toxic. You are doing oppression. So I had to, I, I had Live to, up to act a certain way. Like, so it, man, it exhausted yeah. me. Um, and imagine living like that throughout your, your ch yeah. childhood day to your teenage years. Yeah. And then going to university, and then I went to Covenant University, so there's already expectation in the school because it's a, it's a Christian school, so you have to behave. So, so my whole life, I've just been <laughs> <laughs> under expectation. expectation. So it, it's, I, I've recently yeah. broken out of that, but yeah. it took me a very yes. long time. See, I'm 32 yeah. years old. I just broke out no. into myself last year. You can imagine. <laughs> you're still lucky. Yeah. You would have been at 40. I would have been 40. Yeah. 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 So, so mine, I was born out of actually a very bad circumstance. Mm -hmm. So I grew up, you know, just typical Niger. Every life was good. Daddy, mommy, everybody, every, everything was wonderful, like a wonderful family. When I hit 10, or before I hit 10, my parents started, you know, fighting, and it was a very violent relationship. But it was also that we lived in an, an, an estate. So things in our house became very public. So everybody wow. in our estate knew what was happening in our house. Now that's the other, they always beating the woman dead. Oh Do you God. understand? So... Everybody knew our problems. So I, I still remember, you know, walking, like walking, um, you know, like walking our estates and somebody saying, ah, how are you? How is your mommy? This, this. I want everybody to say, how are you? How is your mommy? How are you guys? It's always a, a yeah, look. Because we also moved from like having like cars, like what, three, four cars to entry, and not having money to enter bus. So it was like wow. every kind of shame that you are from this wow. house that this big woman, so, any so, kind of shame, we knew it. So do you think with your upbringing, yeah. your life, how it's like the events of your life set you up into doing what you're doing now? Because I feel like maybe music became your outlet for releasing that frustration. 100%. And then I'm you just you. said, I'm going to be an artist. 100%. And then you, I, oh yeah, you, you know, um, spoken word, <laughs> yeah. word of mouth. <laughs> <laughs> my, my poetry came from like the sort of depression of my childhood. Wow. That's where I didn't even know I was writing poems at the time. I was just scribbling down things to get out my frustration on paper. So it was my friend, my best friend, I was about 16. My best friend saw something I had written and she was like, ah, man, wow, this is very poetical. So I was like, eh, you know. I was actually trying to, hi to hide the things I was feeling mm -hmm. in the writing. So it mm -hmm. felt like coded. I was like doing coded writing. Mm -hmm. So like, they see my journal, nobody will know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's how it started. And so the moment my best friend said that to me, then it opened my, my mind and my idea to the idea of poetry, and I started to kind of study poetry consciously. And yeah. so that's, that's how it started. So for a very long time, a lot of my poems were really about chronicling my experiences mm. and my feelings yeah. um, as a person. I'm sure you guys can relate to what they're saying, but I want to talk to you, Precious, about this. Like, how did life set you up for doing what you're doing now? Um, so for me, I, as a child, I never really liked singing. Hmm. Yeah, so yeah. So when I was what? I never really. In fact, I hated it. So when I was graduating from primary school, they, they made everyone who was graduating sing, which I thought was not necessary. So they said, everybody must sing, everybody must sing. And then I ran away from a hairstyle once, twice, and then they called my dad to tell him that I never show up before. And how would I sue? And so my dad brought me to rehearsal that day, and so I tried, I sang it. When I sang, everyone clapped. I'm like, okay. You like the feeling. I mean, I mean, oh, so if I continue doing this, you guys will keep clapping for me. And, <laughs> wow. and so, I mean, I just thought that, so that's when I developed. Long way. Yeah, so, and then I still kept it until when I was leaving secondary school. I just said, okay, let me just even 
Okay, yes, I think I made some money. So, mm. yes, mm. in second grade. <laughs> look, 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 look. I made like 500,000 from me. I'm like, hey. I made this wow. type of money from this thing that I don't even give time to. If I put in so much time. And then I just, and also because my dad would always make us sing to him. So, yes. Wow, yeah. your father was, yeah. really, was he, a music head. Yes. He really loved music. But he couldn't really sing. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say that it's your dad. He's like, yeah. 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 but he couldn't sing. <laughs> yeah. So, and then I just started, okay, oh, let me try this. Oh, let me try something. And then I just started, to, I had to learn the whole of that Westlife album for, just for him. Mm-hmm. Just to make him happy. Because he would always like for me to, whenever he come back, comes back from work, he would like for us to just down and then I'll sing to him and then he tries to sing that's as well. Beautiful. It used to be so sweet. So, so I mean, yeah, so, and then that's how I just really started loving music and then I decided to try a few competitions and I mean, it's beautiful because so many things that I cannot say, I try to use music to say it and it comes out really beautifully and because, of course, I know that I have a super amazing voice and I'm also thankful for accessibility. You know that there's so many singers who can really sing but like you said, likeability, accessibility, especially because I'm singing to a Nigerian market. Mm. I was singing to a Nigerian market at the time. I used to have this. Oh, there was no tolerance for R and B. When I was even growing up, I used to have this. Why does he sound like this? He doesn't sound like the regular guy. He doesn't sound like this, this, this. And so over time, I had issues with it. It started to affect me mentally until I decided to just build a wall over it. So I was just sitting one day and said, Well, if I sound like this person, if we all sounded alike, it'd be a really boring world. And I mean, there's no place I will go into now and I will speak and they will not love my voice. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that the confidence, also because of my body. So I just, at the time, I was also still really big and then my voice. So it was just too many things. So if they're not talking about my body, they're saying, his voice is too tiny and it doesn't sound like, "Ah, it was just sounding like a girl and all of those things. So... I mean, I even have some depth. Now, when I was younger, I used to be tiny. And I wish I still had it. You could I, sing soprano. My God. I just sing and everywhere will be shaking. <laughs> I mean, I still do that now, but I still wish. But, I mean, I was able to work on my confidence. So, when I come to snap, if you will say precious is big, me, I'll even join you and laugh because I might not be. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I'm a very fine man. So, I tell you that when you say you big, can you also... I didn't have <laughs> 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 so I mean, I mean so many things, but today I'm even thankful that I'm a singer. Yeah. And Wolfi, when did you fall in love with your craft? <sighs> when did you think or know you were gonna do comedy? When they started calling me a comedian. When? When was this? <laughs> <laughs> I was in school, and when they called me comedian that year, it wasn't funny because the idea of women being in comedy will be okay because she's ugly. That's why she started doing comedy. Oh, wow. So I started researching. Because those were the women in... Yeah. Mm. So I looked at these women. not like they were ugly, but they were not <laughs> fine. Mm. So I, I was like, okay, so when you're ugly, they call you a comedian. So whenever they call me a comedian, I'm like, stop it. <laughs> stop it. But I, I, I saw that people were laughing. Whenever I talk, they laugh. So mm. I'm like, let me just turn these jokes into videos instead. Hmm. I started shooting videos. And the first question you asked um, him about expectations, expectations. and confidence, I, I love that topic because people need to get to that point. There's this freedom. He's so sweet. You don't understand. And when I look at him, I know he's there because I follow him. I see the kind of things he posts. I'm like, this guy has crossed the bridge because I will, I've been trapped myself. Hmm. When I first came to Lagos, 
I was already popular online. So when I came, people said I was a celebrity. So I lived up to, okay, I'm a celebrity. Meanwhile, food. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I can't even ask you for the food because you already said I'm a celeb, so you cannot I cannot ask. ask you for that. I'm like, I'm trapped. When I go for interviews, I see all these girls with American accent in Lagos. So when they bring the mic, I try to do my own, but it doesn't sound... It didn't, it didn't sound like what they were saying. It wasn't working for me. So I'm just like, you know what? What if I... Just be yourself. And then when I... When I I was myself, and I lost a lot of friends because they were like, I'm, I'm too rash. Ah, this one. If they are going yeah. out, I'm like, can I join? They're like, no, 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 no. Please, please, please. They're a comedian now. See, what are you wearing? I felt so bad. I just, I just caught up. I'm like, okay, let me just be in this world. It's safer. Mm -hmm. So I was on my own. I kept doing what I was doing. I was, I was what they said I was. And then I figured out that at some point, they now came back to me. They now wanted to be around me. They wanted to be me. Because mm. they are trapped and they don't know. Mm. Mm. Do you understand? Mm. So they came back. The, the first person that told me, ah, you can't come with us. I was like, can I be in your skits? I'm like, what? You want to do comedy? You want to be? And we did, and she had fun. And since then, we became so close. Because now I, it, it was as if I, I'm the one that actually brought her out of herself. So that made me be like, OK, just be yourself. You see that slippers I wear? In short, because of this interview, I wore heels. It's stressful. <laughs> Do you understand? There's a yeah. level of freedom yeah. you gain when you're actually yourself. Yeah. yeah. And I'm thankful. I, I love what she said. There's something, that, there's something that you said in all of what you said now that I want to expand on that is very important. You had to go away for a while. Yes. You had to set yourself aside for a while. Every, I feel like every... Should I say great person or every standout person, there's a, there's a period you have to set yourself. You have to just lose people. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you just have mm. to leave. It, mm. You just have to. You, you will come yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. But you just, some people, for, for some people, it's a month, for some people, it's mm. a year, maybe it's five years, but you have to have that. It's time for introspection. Oh, yeah. It's, it's time for very grueling. Yeah. It's very, very grueling. Because and the truth is, it feels like the world moves forward. Yes. Because I've been there so many times. But Akka, do you know something very interesting? Even if, you know, you mentioned that you were like, oh, I've just always lived whatever life I wanted to live. Do you know that till this very day, I still get people who think and have told me that they think I'd be more successful if I did things a certain way. Mm. I was always told that. Mm. I still get asked why, do I, why I don't live on the island. I still get asked all these questions. There are so many questions I get asked every day. You know, you don't do this. Why don't you do this? I remember, I still remember when I was working on radio. I had this, there was this period, right, when I used to work on radio. And, you know, um, I had friends who worked in brands. And, and brands are marketing. And then they were like, ah, Lawana, you know, you don't get, there's some deals you're supposed to get. And that the reason, that, you know, the reason you don't get is that you're not really out there. You don't go out Sorry, enough. Sorry, where are you from? Aquaibum. Oh, that's my sister <laughs> yes. right now. She has gained freedom. <laughs> 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 they were like, oh, you don't, you don't, why, um, you know, there's some, you don't, you, you're not, you're not this enough. You don't do this enough. And I still, I remember that, that, you know, I got to a point, I was like, ah. Do I need to play this game that they say I should play? Because it's what I'm tired, yeah. you know so that no, kind of thing. No, I'm tired. But, but the truth is that mm. you see the truth. There, yeah, they might be right. Or, no, no, they. But they, the team, they yeah. say, it's only what you believe that will work for of you. Of course, it's not like they are wrong. Yes. No, they are right. But, but I think it's also depend. It also depends on what kind of success are you looking for. Yeah. It's always that's, my question. That's what I'm saying. It brings us yeah. back to it's only what you believe yes. that will work. So for I remember you. that that time, and then I I did this whole thing where I went I went to buy. Cloth and shoe and handbag, 
then I was like, okay, let me get ready for this going out lifestyle. You, wow. fall down. you know? And so I went out for one particular event, and it was just like everybody there, they just did air kisses and were just standing. Nobody was talking to anybody. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, what is this? <laughs> And then I think after that night, I just went home. I was like, I can't do this. And when you start talking, <laughs> they feel you're the last one. Yeah. Because uh, you're not used to yeah. people uh, being quiet. I was yeah. when you keep talking, yeah. they're like, that's why we was like, I was the one making conversation with everybody. And I was like, I, I was like, I can't do that. And I, I think and it was that moment, it was just that one event. I went home and I said, you know what? I'm going to live my life in the way that I know how. Mm -hmm. And God, if you are, if this is meant to be, yeah. it will work. And it's, it's funny, because it's so ironic yeah. because... Art is what everyone uses here for freedom to express themselves, but systems and people make it such a way that it confines us and yes. seeks to constrict us, yeah. you know? I mean, like I said again, I've never really been a fan of naked art. Like, naked people that will go online, post nude, and say, art. I'm just like, I'm just like, if you want I to post your photo, if you want to post your naked photo, post it. Don't come at me with art. God's work. Mm -mm. God created. They didn't say you should wear and expose it. However, the first time in my life I saw nude photos and said this is art was yours. Wow. What inspired that? <laughs> um, I was I was actually approached. Um, Lucky Ugbawo, who is an amazing photographer, Lucky approached me and he was like, "There's this project he wants to work on." And I know that I respect Lucky because he's an incredible artist himself. And I was mm. like, "Okay, I can only trust my body to." someone who I, who I know that we think on the same wavelength, so, you know, that kind of thing. And then he told me, and, and so it wasn't, even, it wasn't even about, it didn't feel like it was about my yeah, body. Yeah. My body was just yeah. a vehicle for the, yeah. for the story that was being told. Um, and I was like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, so yeah. Wolf, who, who has been your biggest influence? Um, <laughs> I don't want to call the person's name because I've grown above her. Hey, well, hey, I love it. <laughs> I really felt like that oh, needed, a, so needed a round of applause. That was so beautiful. Uh, I used to have a role model, but I've, you understand what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah. She, I've grown above her, so I'm actually looking forward to a new role model, and I haven't found it. Hmm. Yours? He said, he said energy. energy. <laughs> <laughs> so here's something I can say to you, though. Okay. You are your own role model, mm, and you are right. your own blueprint. Ooh, thank you. Word, the words of a poet. <laughs> yes. So for me, I'd like to... There's one man who has really affected my life in so many ways. I think it's Timmy Dakolo. Mm. Because he has been like a father. I think that most of the things... Oh, my dad is late. So most of the things that my father would usually do, I just see him do it. Mm -hmm. I don't even, so certain things I don't even ask for. I just, there are certain things that the father and son, it's father and son sort of relationship. It has made me not miss my dad so much because there's someone who I can call. Oh, that's why I like to call really elderly people, father, father, daddy, daddy, daddy. Mm -hmm. So it just makes me feel like I still have like a connection to yeah. a father and stuff. So I think that to me, that's what it stands out for me. Rick, what has been your worst fan experience? I thought you were going to ask who is my, <laughs> my role model. I was about to say Will Smith. I, I, yeah, I, I, I think Will everybody Will knows Will Smith. Everybody knows, everybody knows that. that. I love Will Smith. I'm yeah. telling you. I, I hey, kind of look like him role. somehow. Yeah. I, I love... Oh. <laughs> that guy is content. I love him. Like the, the, man, the, you yep. don't understand. Like, he's content. He, he's, man, I just Why? Like the guy. 
it's, it's just such an incredible human being. Like, he's just, see here, he's just a correct person. Mm. Very <laughs> well. You mm. understand? He's such a correct person. He's, 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 um, see here, the way Master I see Will Smith there, he's like, you know how a, a Mac laptop now is both stylish and functional? There are very rare things that are both stylish yeah. and functional, mm-hmm. that are both successful yeah. and likable. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's either it's so successful that it's not attainable, it's now fake, or it's so likable that it's not successful enough. But Will Smith is both of them. He's so successful, he's legendary, mm-hmm. yet he's likable, he's a... Uh, <laughs> I, I just love the guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, next question. <laughs> <laughs> Precious. Uh, what, has <laughs> what has been your worst fan experience? Okay, not experience now, fan from fan. Yes. <laughs> okay, it was one time, um, I think it was when I left The Voice, and I started saying on social media at a point that Precious is too proud. We stopped to take photos, and this, 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 this. And there's, there's only so much I can do. Mm. I have issues with my eyes. So when I have too much flash photography, I get overwhelmed. And headaches and everything. So I think that, that the, what happened at the mall was, I, I mean, I, I don't need to have an excuse for saying, I'm tired. Yeah. Can we just? I don't need to apologize for that. But then I see them saying, "Oh, it's too bad." I say, "It's true." <laughs> because, because I will keep snapping, and if I fall and I yeah. die now, they say that ah, maybe you were sick before. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So I think that people should also understand. And yeah. since, and you know, before growing up, I used to say, "Oh, celebrities, this, 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 this." I'm not. At the time when I even left the voice, I was not like a celebrity, celebrity, but it was even overwhelming for me mm. because of the DMs and everything. And then it looks like he doesn't reply, he doesn't follow, he doesn't do this, this, this. I don't even, sometimes I don't even know what they're talking about. Mm. But it's, I just, and then you go online and you see terrible things that I used to be a fan of, but now I'm not as mm. good, my dear. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that people should also try to be understanding. Because if you even see a pet, you know that I'm tired. Because I mean, you know when someone is worn out. Mm. Yeah. But I still smile, but you are still angry because I did not stand to take, oh, this one is not fine, this is another yes. one. Is I don't know, that's not why I came out. But, but, so do you know, but, do you know, but do you know something that I was watching an interview and a chair was saying that no matter how tired he is, he always tries to, if somebody comes to take a picture, he always tries because it's like, that might be the only time that person will see you for their whole life. Oh, and God. that's the only memory that they will have of you. That's wow. the only memory. That's, a, so that's if another you're angle. angry that day, if, if, no, if no. you're taking 10 pictures and one, two, three, four, you're happy, happy, six, you're angry, seven, eight, nine, you're happy, 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 that one, six, that you were angry, that's that only person's memory of you. So you are not angry. I thought you gained freedom. Why is it talking like that? No, 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 I can do it for you, mm-hmm. but if I feel like it's going to affect my yes. health, if I feel like it's going to affect me mentally, yes, I have to know when to say, your limits. I'm sorry, I cannot do this because of this, mm. this, 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 this. It's just like you can you can try, but the thing yeah. the thing about this oh yeah human being yeah human being this is the thing about this thing now, you know we <laughs> we are we are we are the ones that are 
gifted abi we are celebrities abi so we are not normal human being so we we have to be extra than normal human being mm. yeah. if normal human being is tired to take picture we can be tired this our work that's right yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's like see, it's like what is the truth it's, it's, it's what is what we are it's like it's like moses and the israelites For, now. sorry well, sorry to cut you short it mm -hmm. depends on how that person approaches you Okay. There are sometimes I am so tired, yes. even at the restaurant. I sit down there, I'm cooking all this meal. I just came out to take fresh air. I yeah. am tired. <laughs> and then someone comes. Eh. You know, you know how it is. <laughs> I was sitting down one time, a man came. He drew my ear. Ooh. Ah, I say if I slap <laughs> him. Do you understand? Yeah. There, there are sometimes I'm so tired, but the way oh, I'm, I'm the, such a huge fan, I, I believe in you, the energy will yeah. come. The energy will come, trust yes, me. Yes, okay, because okay. we also need some sort of motivation. It's not for you to just come, you hold my head. You're trying to take, come on, man. One time, I, I went to a party, and then some lady saw me, and she was just like, <laughs> <laughs> She started hitting me. The way I exploded. <laughs> yes. Get your hands off me. Don't you dare hit me. Like, everybody was like, what, but why will you slap him now? Why will, I'm telling you, everybody joined mad for me. That oh, one, God, because no. I was just like. They didn't say you were proud. I, mean, I, I did, they didn't say I was proud. This I one. Can't, I can't relate because I, I'm, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, you passed stars here. Oh, please. What are you? Oh. I don't, I don't, I don't have those experiences. But I mean, I think, I feel like, you know, as a person, you must, you must draw your own boundaries. Yes. Mm. And it is. If you if you don't have you can't give like if you don't you're you are you, as a as a creative person you have to be able to replenish you have to be able yeah. to have your own sort of mm -hmm. zone and mental time yeah. I think it's just that sometimes it might just be about finding a a way to to uh, to converse with the person maybe like ah thank you bro just be good like this. A new life is here with Enterprise Life Assurance. Our decades of experience in the West African markets will help you achieve your dreams with peace of mind. Visit www.myenterprisegroup.io forward slash ng or call 0700 Enterprise to know more. Enterprise Life, your advantage. So the next thing I want to actually talk about and shine light on is value. Entertainers have always found it, especially where we are from, <laughs> hard to translate or communicate that value to a paying customer or a client. You know, sometimes you know your work is amazing. You put in so much into it, but then a client comes down comes to you and makes wants to make you feel some some of them even want to make you feel like it's not valuable and mm. it's worthless or it's not as yeah. you know they are pricing fish yes mm. they'll start pressing you like pricing so fish. what has that experience been like and mm. how has that impacted your growth or you know your decisions in how you run your business because the truth is people need to also realize that entertainment entertainers are business i mean when i was leaving corporate industry, I talked to my father and I said, so what are you going to do if you're losing your job? I said, daddy, I am the business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but people need to understand that entertainers are products, yeah. business, and mm -hmm. they, they have to be seen. Yeah, oh, that yeah. respect. So, yeah. 
Um, I think I think it's a, it's one of those growing pains aspects of of the job of you know doing um, creating or entertaining or whatever it is. Um, one of the things I think I've I've definitely I mean I always say if if I off air we're talking about um, she having a manager. If you can have a manager, if you don't want to do that yourself, I think it's it's a fantastic thing. One of the things I do is I try to make things very formal. So please don't be DMing me yeah. to be you know yeah. emails. Let's let's you know emails. Um, and people have to be, they need to come with what it is that they want exactly. Try to make sure you have your own, like, mini contract as well, if you can. You know, have your statutory things, that you, you know, in place, whether it's um, you want a certain percentage of your pay beforehand, so that you are not going to be dragging somebody on Twitter mm -hmm. that they've not paid you, they didn't pay you your money. <laughs> you know, so that, I think that you, you need to be very formal. Yeah. Try to be as formal and as professional as possible about your negotiations. But I think also understanding that negotiating is a psychological game. And one, one person wants to get the best deal. So everybody's trying to beat another person down. And you need to not be afraid of walking away. Mm. Life is Same tough sometimes. Yeah, yeah, life is tough sometimes. You know, hunger. Hunger is a real thing. We need the cash. Um, but I think you can, if you can also decide, you know... Oh, also, another thing I, I will say is, like, try to give yourself a bare minimum that you never go be beneath. Mm. So even if it's like, oh, they say it's a charity, or they say it's a this, you know that you can never go beneath this. And you look at that, okay, this one can cover so and so and so. So it, you, you don't, because I think those things are also very debilitating experiences mm -hmm. for you. You start feeling worthless. You, yeah, yeah. People forget, like, People it's not don't just... People understand the psychological yes, it's like, Yeah, it's like, it's, yeah, it's they're beating you. It's like you've done this thing for 10 years. Someone now tell you, ah, just come, it's just 20k now, sharp, sharp. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, but, even but, if but I need to wipe well, like, really? But, but one <laughs> thing that, because th this is said a lot, but it's not said enough that while you're increasing your price or whatever. You mm. should increase your skill too. Oh, absolutely. You should increase your absolutely. value. You cannot be setting price at a particular yes. moment. You're still yeah. doing, giving yeah. rubbish mm -hmm. um, a service. Yes. You know, I, I say a lot, of, especially a lot of this. Let me just call it out now. <laughs> a lot of designers just overprice their stuff for no reason. You know, just because, oh, is, is it because it's not Ralph Lauren? A Ralph Lauren shirt will be, if you go and buy Ralph Lauren now, it will be $6,000. Mm -hmm. Why can't it be so? I'm, I'm going to price my own $5,000. You can't do that because <laughs> it's, you're not Ralph Lauren. Mm -hmm. I'm buying your own. I turn the thing inside out. There's a thread sticking out from some medicine. Finishing What's your bad. problem? So what makes you feel that you are, you are not Ralph Lauren because I'm trying to set my value? No, bro. Also set your work, set your fabric, set yeah. your sewing. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. Ralph Lauren is paying attention to the to the their sewing as well. Yeah. They're not just making it six thousand dollars just because, mm -hmm. you know. So yeah. a lot of people, while you're saying I want to set my value, also set your work rate yeah. and your skill and your value as as as, as in your service yeah. and as a human being and what you're giving giving to the I think thing. it's also great to have like milestones, even with, with what you're doing. Okay, you've done this, you can you know you the money has gone up, you've done that. Because there is I think sometimes there's an arbitrary nature. Yes. Of pricing too. Yeah. Especially for us in Nigeria. Somebody can just wake up and say, make I just try my look. Mm. You know? I don't ask them for one name, you I'm cannot just, know. But there's also there's <laughs> also it annoys me a lot. One of the things that plays into that is also because um, especially when we enter the business newly, we don't know how to price ourselves mm. because it's not a conversation that people have enough. We yeah. don't know how yeah. much we lie about. There are people now. say, eh, just eh, you know. Uh, charge the going rate. You don't <laughs> know the, the going, going rate, rate because nobody tells you what is being okay, charged or what they're charging. Yes. True. So you actually always have to feed off of what there's a tension between what you're mm. giving and what they're willing to give. But you have to find that balance. Mm. How much are people? How much do people um, value you? 
how much do you think they are willing to give for you? First of all, you as a person have to know your value. Yes, mm. that is it. You have to know your value. Yeah. When I didn't know my value, they call me, just call me. I'll just say, give me money for food. I don't even tell you to give me. Just fill my car. I'm there. As long as I have food to eat that day, I'm going. And the thing is, when I, whenever I check my bank account and check my work, my work is more than what is in the account. Okay. I don't even have money. I'm like, what am I doing to myself? I'm always angry. I'm drained. Until I got to the point where I'm like, you know what? I'm not doing. And immediately I started saying I'm not doing. The money, they started paying me more. I'm like, so you've been using me oh, and yeah. you were enjoying mm -hmm. it. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I started saying no to a lot of things. Yeah. So it became, oh, she's arrogant. What, what does she think she is? I'm like, I found myself. Yeah. Pay me this money or don't worry. I'll go and sit Gary at home. Yeah. And they started paying me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So know yeah. your value. Peace of mind is drinking your Gary. But so okay, there's, such a, there's such a problem in the fact that we don't talk about money yeah. and we lie as yeah. well. Yeah. I, I've known so many times where other in, um, colleague, colleagues of mine have come to me and say, oh, Wana, um, I got this job for a presenting job or something. What, you know, I don't know what to ask for. Million, million. <laughs> I don't know what to ask for. And even beyond the million, million, there are so many other things you must think about. You must think about if it's a brand, it means that you're not going to be able to do anything for yeah. any other brand in yeah. that area as yeah. well. Yeah. So you are, you are also charging for all the work that you're being excluded from. Yeah. So there's so many things, conversations yeah. that need to be had. And I'm always like, they, and they, they, they're always so thankful. I'm like, uh -uh, this thing, didn't it's you ask you around? Know. And they're like, nobody, they will lie yeah. to you. There, there's something that Aka used to tell me, because we've been friends for years. So there's something Aka used to tell me, like when I started, um, when, when I started having like a, a mm. bubbling single and when I was in demand. So I still used to take, Useless amounts of money because I was just happy to be there. Yes. Like, they say, Come yeah. on, perform 50k. I said, Let's go. <laughs> Come on, 100k, 100k. Wow. Like, I was just so happy yeah. to just yeah. sing. I was like, well, People are paying me to sing. Wow. But I had a hit single, yeah. gentleman at the time. Yeah. So Aka called me, said, Come. I said, What? He said, How much do they pay you for this show? I said, They just pay me 70k. You know, so he'd be like, why, why, why do they pay you? Why, why is it you they're thinking about when they have 70k? Mm. Why is it you? That means that when they have one million naira, no, they, they won't think, think of, you. of you. So stop taking that seventy k. Why is it always you they are thinking of when they are seventy k? Ha! Let's call Rika sign. And you know if, you put, if you put more money in those people's hands, yeah. they don't call But the thing is, you don't have to regret it because that ha that's what has built you. Honestly. You yeah. understand? You look back, you know that even when you say no, you know that you've actually paid your dues. Mm, Do you yeah. understand? Mm, so yeah. it's okay. And I think there's also something to be said for trying to not be pure water. Mm. <laughs> you got to prevent yourself from being pure water yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's the thing that you spoke about, yeah. increasing your, um, your skill set your skill so that set. you have something that sets you apart. So when yeah. you are saying, I'm charging this, they know that, ah, Wofa is premium money mm -hmm. because she's going to give us this and this and that. It might not even be, that money they're paying might not just be in the skits. It is now my rate card said I added I've been interviewed by CNN. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's also that they are exchanging uh -uh. and using your, your brand equity. Yes, that no. you are on TV, oh, you are yeah. on this, you are on that, you are on all this. So they're not paying for the skits. Yeah. They are paying for Wofai to mm -hmm. do this. Yeah. And that's what you have to think about as well. Yeah. So you are not pure water. So you cannot you you can't so at the end, to be honest, you probably at some point can only probably do um, ten skits in a year, yeah. for a, for mm -hmm. you know because one one a month one a month and the last two shut months down. shut down. Well, I think that for me, um, my negotiation skills are very funny. First of all, I like to know that I'm ready to walk away. 
Secondly, when secondly, when disrespect, when with when when respect is no longer served, me I can walk out. And my friends know. I just said I'm not going to do it. When you start a conversation with, I think this is going to be one of the best opportunities for ah. you, blah, blah, blah. I say, this is how you talk you when you want to uh, use somebody. Yeah. And, and you know what? They let you also know that there are some people who can do it for even less. Because, and quite frankly, it's true. There are some people who can, because why? Young artists are overly ambitious. There's so much in here to be out there. And I don't blame them. Because, I mean, everybody's super talented, but they do not have, like, the platform. So, so they just watch. And, but I always tell people that. What I'm bringing to the table, what I'm bringing to an event, it is not what you can find elsewhere. And I say it very confidently because I know the amount of work that I put into my job yeah. and my singing. So when I appear, Try. first of all, I appear correct. When I open, and there's one time, yes, there's a time that he called me in one government house like that. And he was saying, I didn't want you to be this. I said, do you know what I'm bringing? I mean, you cannot find it again, or in the whole of that town where I'm coming from. <laughs> and, and, and I've understood that some people like a very confident person. Mm -hmm. Some people, if you say, I want 100K for this thing, some people will start saying, I think 100K, it's not too small. Are you sure this person can? There's some people that want you to say one million actually, and they'll be yeah. like, okay, this. So that guy was saying 100 yeah. So that was he going to achieve the same thing? Do you yeah. understand? So I think that we need to, the value that you place on yourself, when you place certain, people will see it. Yeah. These days, when I want to go and sing, I first ask, who is this DJ that is playing? Because apart from the money, <laughs> yes, because apart from the money I'm getting from you, it's first precious before even your money. Because mm -hmm. I'm singing to maybe 1,000 people, 1,500 people. Who will say, oh, this person sounds good, or this person sounds bad because of bad sound and everything? Do you know how powerful mm -hmm. word of mouth is? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So these days, I'm coming. So these days, I tell them that, see, listen, what I'm, so you know when I finish saying what I'm bringing to this event is going to be top class, and then I come, and the sound guy is trying to mess me up. At one event, I made everybody, because I did sound check for two, and one who will do sound check for two hours for a five-minute performance. Mm -hmm. To be sure that everything is perfect. As I finished soundcheck, when I was when it's time for me to sing, I don't know what it is. I could not hear anything. Yeah, yeah. In the middle of the performance, I yeah. stopped and I apologized to everybody and said, This is not the sound that yes. I heard when I came in. So can we just have five minutes to fix it? We started fixing. And immediately sound came on and said, Ah, everybody's everything. I said, Why was it not sounding like this? But this sound guy, you understand. Wow. So yeah. yes, that's the amount of and I put so, it must come out nice. See, yeah. Yeah. even if I'm coming today, two minutes happy birthday song for you. You will love it. Uh, you yeah. see, I, I, Precious, your energy level. <laughs> See, all of us, all of us. I'm looking at him. I'm like, what? Like, no, but it's but it's incredible. And and I wanted to say like, respect will keep you in this game more than popularity. Yeah. I I wasn't earning. I didn't start earning. I wasn't earning more when I was more popular. I was mm. earning more when I was more respected. Mm. That's what will keep you more. And me, I hold my respect very tight. Yeah. I'm the one that ask. You can ask people. If I if I if you pay me for a show and I see your flyer and you spell my name wrong, you you return your money back. Yeah, ask him. <laughs> he'll send it back to you. And maybe he's not even he's not only it's not even it's not a matter of anger. It's not anger. And no. it's not. I'm so, it's just no. okay. You know what? It's fine. I'm sorry. Just, I, you know I, I can't do it. It's not. It's it's Hassani. It's not Hassani. Ni 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 ni. Hassani. How will you spell my my name? Is my most valuable asset. Yes. My name will open doors for my kids when I'm gone. Yes. And you're spending my name wrong. Take your money back. Hey. Give me money. We're going to make them again. I've said it before on Twitter. People say, oh, they say I'm proud. It's not proud. See, it's not. do you know how powerful a name is? 
Even Jesus will tell you, see, call my name first. Before, you know what it be name? No, 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 no. You know what? I don't this joke energy. my name at all. Wow, can we take I'm a so breather? Inspired. Can we just take like... <laughs> wow. So this energy yes, is here. Can... That's not for everybody. No, not once. Not, sweet me, not ten times. There are so many. I return your money. money. So if you feel like me that I'm sweet milk, I'm not good for you. Good to have a... I can recommend a lot of almond milks you know. for you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not going to be me. Guys, guys. <laughs> guys, guys, <laughs> guys, let's... Precious, see what you don't cause. <laughs> it's this confidence. I love I All right. Love All right, I love the confidence. <laughs> I love the energy, but as entertainers again, we are confident, we've gone to the place of zen, freedom, but there's also a place of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. And I think every one of us gets to that point when we have to release that work, release that sound, yeah. release that poem, release that video, release that first note in your art. There's always a place where vulnerability it's always the, on the other side. Confidence is the equilibrium. Yeah. They move like this. And um, what I want to hear a vulnerable moment that will resonate. A story. Oh. Ha, okay. I mean, let me start with this. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me talk about my single, Thunder Fire. So, <laughs> thunder fire you and your friends. <laughs> hey, we'll fight. Ah. You know, but, but um, I wrote that song two and a half years ago. Yes, when I was, I, I wrote it to get over the Momo situation. You know, um, so I wrote it as, you know, when you understand when maybe something happens to you and you want to just joke about it, so just so that you can laugh about it whenever you think about it instead of being sad about it. So that's why I wrote that song. So when it came to recording my album, I, I, I sang the song jokingly, and my, and my producer was like, ah, which song will be that? Not this song, not this song, will you? And me, I'm like, what, what can, what, how will my single be thunder fire? Like, how, you know? And he was like, no, that's the song, that's the song. And it was very hard for me to agree to it, because I was like, I'm no longer in this place, mm -hmm. you know? But my guys, my guys kept on telling me, see, Rick, it's no longer about you again now. Mm -hmm. This song, nobody you get on now. There are a lot of people that are still in that place that you need to give that. But it was very, I'm telling you, it, it, may, it may have looked easy. I've never said this before. It may have looked easy for me to release because it's a nice wow. song, it's a catchy song, it's a hit song. But it was very hard for me. Even sometimes when I sing it now, it still, it, it mm. makes me feel somehow. You know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm no longer... Is it in Lagos? <laughs> this won't go fine. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but I'm, I'm so happy, I'm so happy and proud of myself that I, that I released that song wow. because... It, it, um, it's, it's maturity, really. Mm. Because I, I had to, every time I have to disconnect from the song and give it to, yes, to people, people, you know? So, yeah. So, I think for me, my last album was definitely one of those experiences where, so the, the album before is called, was called um, In Memory of Forgetting. And I remember I had like a whole, you know, media plan. Um, <clears throat> you know, I did the album. I went, dropped it at radio stations. I mean, I worked on radio before. I knew everybody at radio stations. I dropped it. Nobody, it was like one station that played it. <laughs> nobody, wow. else, nobody else was playing anything. Then maybe it was weird places like in like Calabar and Portacourt and Joss. They were bumping it there. But in Lagos, nobody was playing it. I think people, a lot of people like were my friends on Airborne. It was just like one particular station. And so I remember I even did, um, I had, I got people to do like sort of articles and write-ups about it. There was somebody that was supposed to write something and he wrote something terrible in the air. Well, it was something that was not very favorable. I was just like, ah, ah. So you know when you're sad and you have done plan everything, this is how this is going to be. So I think after that, I just had this very, I just went into this very in somewhat insecure mode that, you know what, this thing 
is just very niche. Nobody sells it. Nobody cares. So I remember my last album, Transcendence, because it was funny because when I released it, people thought that was actually the strategy, that I did not do any PR, no nothing. I just said, oh, guys, I just had an album. This is it. Beyonce's time. So the people were like, oh, my God, is it? I said, strategy what? I was just afraid that just in case nobody is going to listen, let me not disgrace myself, you know? And, that's, and that is something that happens every single time. Every time you're about to get on a stage or every time you're about to release something, you're like, if they, what if they don't? They just mm. look at it and stroll past. Nobody likes it. Nobody you know, cares. And then later on, you're seeing everybody quoting your lines mm. and sharing it, yeah. you know, yeah. and cr literally crying and saying, oh, my God, this album did this for me and did that for me. So, yeah, it's, it's one of those, like, the insecurity is one of those things that comes with yeah. the work that we do. But I think it's also something that keeps us humble. Mm. You know, mm. yeah. Um, yeah, you never know, and I think that's it. We need that, it's important, yeah. Yeah. especially because you're that constantly getting like point. public adulation yeah. with the work that you do. Yeah. You need something that just says that, ah, Omo, Delphi no send you, Delphi no send you. Wolfie, have you ever felt like you have you ever misjudged your audience? Like, you know, how artists go into a studio or comedians say, man, this set go mad, die, this will go mad, die, and then the reaction was different. That's why I never did stand up comedy. Mm. Because <laughs> I respect. In short, the first day I came on stage, I looked at everybody. I didn't know what to say. I just told them, "Give me a moment." I went inside. It's not like I didn't have what to say, but the expectation. Everybody was like, ah, "I say, you what's going on?" Let like, me let me go back. You're depending on me to make you laugh. You're mm. on a long thing. <laughs> 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 you're on a long thing. I went I went backstage and then I came out. I don't know what I said, Sha. I can't remember what I said, but they were Sha laughing. Maybe I was expecting more, but I just felt like almost no it's climb crazy. stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they called me again to come and do stand up in Dubai. I said I've not conquered Nigeria. <laughs> Is it Dubai? And the, the thing that helped it was was people already loved me. So immediately I came on stage in Dubai, they were already shouting. So that gave me some sort of confidence. Mm -hmm. So I started cracking mm -hmm. jokes. But deep inside, I'm like, you know, leave this thing. And the thing is, when I'm around people, they tend to laugh. But if the idea of just coming on stage yeah, yeah, and standing yeah, and start yeah, cracking yeah. jokes is like action. It's, it's overwhelming. Yeah. Precious, do you ever feel like you have the responsibility to make social change with your heart, with your voice? Not necessarily, not just when I'm singing. Um, I feel like because I'm a singer, I'm able to get a lot of people to listen to me. Mm. So I'm very careful what I communicate to my audience. So I'm communicating happiness, peace, love. Mm -hmm. um, also, I'm now even careful with stuff that I post. And so it has to be, yes, it's just like something that's general. I don't want to talk about. But I mean, it's, I just, I'm very careful with what, because I, I feel like when I say something, people take it seriously. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah so if it's easy for me to say love this person, I take it seriously. I better rather do it than say hate this person. So yeah. yes, I think that my my music can do that, and people can. Oh yeah, of course, man. Of course, of course, of course. He has already said everything I, I would have wanted to say. I mean, like we are. When, when you're in this kind of space, you have to know that everything you're saying is important. You have to yeah. be responsible. You have yeah. to respond. Like, somebody else can say it. Not yes. Like, yes. When, when you say it, it's yeah. like, how can you? Yeah. Yeah. But this guy has been saying it. Mm -hmm. You know, so you have to know, like, what's, what, um, 
the the effect that that uh, what you say and do can can cause. So you have to be on check. That's why it's important to just know who you are in this yeah. position. You can, if not, uh, oh boy, you will miss fire <laughs> yeah. and you will just get depressed, and that's how you want to just end. You know, you have to know who. See, even if it means me, my, at the point here, uh, I had to write down who I was, and I I stick it on my in my room. <laughs> I mean, why? Why? It's not an easy journey. I am this, just so that I can always remember. Know, I remember. Yeah, you have to remember. Sometimes you can be lost in of this course. whole. Yeah. Ah, you we don't want to get lost. You don't want to get lost. Oh, yeah. You go, person, mm -hmm. you yeah. snap one or uh -huh. two. Your mind have got gone. I you think know? knowing who so you, you know are who you and self-love, they work together. Oh yeah. Those two things. If yeah. you don't love yourself, and even though you know who you are, you miss it. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. So those two things. <laughs> I just discovered. Yes. Ah. People still judge you. Precious Precious. As far as I'm not hurting anybody. As far as I'm not directly, I, I mean, even indirectly, as far as I'm not hurting you, I just allow me. When He said, see, put yourself first because people, they will because wound you. Because you do good in talk. You do. Because there's no, you cannot please it. There's still oh, that one person who says, I'm sorry, I'm comfortable yeah. with the way you did it. But you did it just yeah, the way you meant to So, what is the end game in closing? What is the end game for you? The end game for me is know your value, love yourself, and just be real with yourself. Yeah. The world will adjust. Yeah. Will adjust I think yeah. for every also entertainers, finding that pivoting moment where you have to get into something else. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, look at Rihanna. She's now become a billionaire. I'll like a couple up. of days. The, the music question don't they do for many years, you know? Um, for you, you started doing business. You started selling food. I'm that was chef. amazing. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I want to have that level of, you know, <laughs> <laughs> to, <laughs> to enter business the, the big one day. Yeah, and your end game. Um, I think for me, my end game is to, um, to keep creating art um, in whatever way because I know that I'm not going to keep doing the same things so it's going to manifest itself in different ways um, I know that in the evolution of my work that's how it's always going to be um, so keep creating art keep making an impact and build wealth yeah. um, and be surrounded by love yeah. that's very it's very important for me that I have you know support system family mm -hmm. friendships that are meaningful and they're mm. rich um, so because I think we get so lost in the work that we do yeah. we are defined by it a lot of the time we are so we are so caged by it sometimes that we are not we don't want to evolve because we don't know ourselves outside of that thing. Yeah. Mm. And I think it's so vital that you have systems around you that remind you of being a person first. Yeah. Mm. So being surrounded by love, being surround, having having a real tight, family. real support real system, you know, yes, all of those things that ground you. Yeah. I think it's so, especially for creative people, it's yeah, so vital so because. Vital. We give so much in yeah, the thing so that we, much. and we give so much of ourselves, mm -hmm. right? In yeah. a way that people don't understand. Yeah. Um, so you need an anchor yeah. for your own sanity. And that's why you, they always tell you, um, creative people are very, they have a propensity towards mental health yeah. Ill illnesses. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, it's not, it's a very real thing. Whatever art it is you are doing, to create art, you are going into depths of consciousness that you shouldn't naturally do as a person. Yeah. And so because of that, you need to be anchored. Oh, for me, um, I want to be successful. And when I say successful, success for me is a destination. Success is not a hit song. Success is not success is so many things that will come on that journey. So this is the journey. 
I want to be happy on this journey until I get to success. And you know what? This journey never ends. Because when you think that you are successful, there's still so much more that you can conquer. Mm-hmm. So for me, success never ends. So when I want to be successful, it means I want to continually be on this journey with happiness. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, everything everybody has said, plus, <laughs> everything everybody has said, plus, I'll just say, know yourself and be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are not honest with themselves. Mm-hmm. Just look mm-hmm. at yourself and be honest. Yeah. Check yourself all the time. And that's something I do almost on a daily basis. Know yourself, be honest with yourself, and check yourself. Don't ignore yeah. red flags. Always. Ah. Always. Thank you guys so much for being for so us. gracious to have this conversation with me. Thank You're you very welcome. much. <laughs> Offering time. Blessing time. <laughs> this is Life Podcast is sponsored by Enterprise Life Nigeria. You can follow them on social media at Enterprise Life Nigeria.